Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. To the south of clubs, don't matter, put the to your powder, splatter your abs, have you pissing in the plastic bag, that's a track, now you abnormal, but make me grab the rumble, and put some other f- stabs on you, the night is young, and I'm already fighting, hiding my f- promoted bugging, screaming, who the f*** invited bugs? You, you gave the look of uh, of disdain when I played this. Are you hating on Big Pun? I gave the look of confusion at first. I did. I'm strictly because I'm confused I'm like, by your confusion. I was like, hang on a second. I was like, this sounds familiar, mm-hmm. but I don't remember this being a Spanish song. Then I let it go, and I'm like. All oh, right. Yeah. That makes sense. There you go. I got happy. I was like, it's always good to hear pun. <laughs> always good to hear pun in the morning. It, it, pun in the morning, 100%. Get it? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Sons of Slam. It's the name of the song, 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, Sons of Slam is happening in your ears. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. It's good to be back, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good. Had a rather great weekend. Well, oh. I mean, it's my weekend because I'm only off today and tomorrow sure sure today. but uh i went to philly yesterday had some cheese steaks whiz wit <laughs> nice uh only, only way to do it only way to, i was just about to ask you do you the only way to do is whiz only way to do it is whiz wit that's it whiz wit whiz wit if you go you get it it'll come whiz and onions whiz wit whiz wit just a whiz wit that's all you got to say okay Shout out Steven. He was the one that put me onto the lingo. <laughs> the whiz wit. Now, now I go like the elder statesman of the of the tribe. Like because I, I met family over there, uh-huh. so I went and I'm like, oh, you know, let me get uh, two two whiz two whiz wit, and they're like, got it. Like, oh. And they look at you like, you are our god. How does he know? Well, they're also from Colombia, so they're like, yeah, but they tell like they they they've never had a cheesesteak before. No. Oh, I don't. I, it's not a regular. I know for a fact that there is a there is a sub place, 
a place to get subs in uh, in Colombia. But other than that, they like I mean, really get sandwiches. But they don't. They, they've never been here before. Uh, no, they, this was his wife's first time. This this was kind of like their honeymoon. This was his wife's first time being, even being to New York. He's been here before, but he's never been. I don't think he's ever been to Philadelphia. So let me get this straight. On okay. their honeymoon, they came to Philly. No. Okay. Part of their honeymoon was staying a night in Philly. Honey, we have a choice of an all-inclusive in Mexico. We can take a cruise to Europe, or we can get a Philly cheesesteak with Cousin Joe in Philly. Mm-hmm. Got it. Let's, let's go with option three. <laughs> nice. Okay. No, they did the whole uh, eastern seaboard. They drove up the coast, pretty much. Okay, got it. From Miami. Right, Miami. Eventually made their way. They drove up to Philly, to and then Philly. I met them in Philly, brought them to New York. Got it. Let's visit Newark. Let's go to Trenton. Let's visit all the murder capitals of the Northeast, and then make no, our way to New but York. Got it. no, but we did have to go into Jersey to get uh, Krispy Kreme there. in in a not so good place in South Jersey, might I add? But it wasn't too bad. There's a there's a new Krispy Kreme place, by the way. And as I, I was doing a gig in Jersey City, they which by the way is completely redone and absolutely gorgeous. Since it the last time I was in there, it was like a, a hellhole. There's in huge, the Krispy Kreme or Jersey City Jersey itself? City it's, itself, but okay. in, in, the, in the heart of Jersey City great. itself, there's a huge, ginormous Krispy Kreme store. Okay. Huge, huge. So, yeah, I, I recommend go go check that out. But the fact that you you did the whole tour up, did you go to like South Bronx? Are you going to do like Hunts Point? Visit all those point those places too? No. I don't know. Listen, you went. To, they went they to wanted f- to stay in Manhattan for a couple nights. They're going to Times Square one night. Last night they went to Times Square. Okay. Tonight they're gonna. I don't know. Go to. They probably went to Bubba Gum Shrimp last night, and tonight they're gonna go to freaking. First one that comes to my head is March twenty one twelve because I really <laughs> want that place to come back. Yeah, they shut that place down, huh? Yeah, it was a while ago, but was, still, yeah. that place scared the living shit out of me as a kid. Why is that? The alien freaked me out. Uh, also, the elevator <laughs> ride was wild. That's what I've heard. The elevator ride was crazy. It wasn't even an. It, it was an elevator. Like you get in an elevator, mm-hmm. but it's got seats, and you strap in, and it's pretty much like they're taking you from Earth to Mars, and all it does is go a floor down. <laughs> okay. But it does like a whole bunch of rumbling shit. Uh, like it's an actual like you land on the surface, and then the doors open, and there's this fucking creep of an alien. That was, and this is where I'm going to date it a little bit, but he greeted us, he sat us all down, and then at one point, he was inside of a fake rock formation that had a bubble on the outside of it, a clear bubble where he could dance, and he was dancing to, and I shit you not, Live in La Vida Loca by Ricky Martin. (laughs) Way to date yourself. Not you, just the the story itself is dated. If you want to take a guess, it was somewhere between 2000 and 2002. Wow, what a song. <laughs> the only song you should ever, ever dance into. Live in La Vida Loca. Yeah, especially on the surface of Mars. On the surface of Mars. <laughs> it just got there. That's how lo- that's how far Mars is. It's, it's it so far there. away. It, this it's song just got there now, and now it's popular. Yeah, but the, the, the 1990s technology just hit Papua New Guinea, but we could get Ricky Martin on freaking Mars, Mars. Just like that. Absolutely incredible. Um. Uh, before we get into wrestling, because we, we have a ton of, of stuff to talk about in a short period of time, I really want to talk very quickly uh, about my and yours, and if nobody else wants to hear about this for the next two minutes, you can turn off the, turn off your speakers, 
but your first place best in baseball, New York Yankees, ladies and gentlemen, at 21 and 8 with a 724 winning percentage. Literally, right now, as we speak, the, the best team in baseball, followed by the Dodgers and the Mets. So, shout, yeah. shout out for the first time, I will say this for the, probably ever in my life. Shout out to New York Sports. If um, I'm not mistaken, Two other teams that I have a vet, that I have a, a a love for, not as much as the Yankees, but I have an affection an affection for mm-hmm. the Colorado Rockies and the San Francisco Giants should be rounding out the top five. Uh, so the Giants right now are in third in the West, so that's that's not a thing. Okay, um, and- but the the Rockies are second in the West. <laughs> the Rockies are last in the west so you are what? completely wrong on all fronts okay then i i am so sorry about that God, that I, is on me that is way on still you. hold they still um, hold the place in my heart <laughs> shout out mccovey's cove in san I don't, francisco I don't think, best garlic fries ever i don't think one person's been so wrong about something so much in, in this go for of everything. it it's been a while and so now you're wrong you're so there wrong we go. wrong 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 history of life wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong shout out to scrubs um yeah so well, shout out to the san francisco giants shout out to the giants uh who are 18 and 12 right now uh rockies have a winning record they're 16 and 14 but they are last because the west and the national league are apparently beasts over there the um, NL West and and the NFC West have to be the, some of the most competitive uh, divisions in all of their respective sports. Football and basketball. Fo- uh, football and baseball. I also bring up the Yankees because I really quickly want to talk about the Texas Rangers and their bitch of a manager uh, going off on Gleyber Torres' uh, walk-off home run. He said, Chris Woodward, manager of the Texas Rangers, went on to say after Gleyber Torres uh, hit a walk-off uh, home run on Sunday. He said, quote, that's an easy out in 99% of ballparks. He just happened to hit it in a Little League ballpark to right field, end quote. Um, Glaber had fun with it, and then fans immediately, and, and by the way, he also uh, wanted to retract that statement because he, he knew he was dead wrong. Um, but immediately on Twitter, uh, so Glaber Torres hit it off of uh, John King, uh, pitcher for the Rangers, Uh the distance was 369 feet. It would have been a home run in 26 out of 30 ballparks. And so when that was brought, <laughs> when that was brought up to him, he's like, "Whoops, I I made a mistake." Hang on, um, hang on. If I'm not mistaken, please. Yankee Stadium, mm-hmm. Camden Yards, Fenway Park, and the Rogers Center. And nope, that's nope. What's it in? What's the one in Toronto? Wherever Toronto plays. It's all the AL East ballparks. Yeah, those are the four out of thirty. That is, that's the home run in. <laughs> I know it's it's just it's so funny that because and and my, mind you also that uh, Roger Center, you're correct. Um, oh, yeah, not for nothing, but you could have had anybody easily hit it opposite field to right right field, and you could have won the game too. So you know what? It's yeah. it's fair on both sides. I'm sorry <laughs> that. Our players work on their opposite field uh, hitting. Right. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Shout out to John Carlos Stanton for tying the game last night on a 315-foot home run. And then shout out to Judge for that his first career walk-off. Uh, absolutely insane. It's and then insane. shout out to Donaldson for taking one for the team right after. And, yeah. and fuck the Blue Jays. <laughs> Except, honestly, 
I do like Vlad Guerrero Jr. <laughs> he he's kind of like he's kind of like the Zion of of baseball, like the Zion Williamson of of, of mm. baseball. Except he so, plays. Oh shit! I missed that. We'll like, I said. On. I said he. he uh, except he plays. Yeah, Vlad Guerrero plays. Zion, Zion does not. They're roughly the same weight. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> this is true. But you can get away with that in baseball, yeah. apparently. You don't think you can get away with that in uh, basketball. You can't get away with that in baseball. Shout out to one of my favorite Yankees of all time, Jason Giambi. Big boys. Big boy. Big also, boy. David Wells. Loved him. Big boy baseball. Uh, anything outside the ring here before we get into uh, all things backlash? Um, now that we're so far away where the people who would want to censor us aren't listening anymore, I want to pull up this one thing that that uh did i miss him uh pistol pete uh sent me the other day he had a an idea for a hilarious match a couple weeks ago that he sent me and if i could just pull it up it'd be nice because i did have it at some point but essentially it is called an nsw match okay and what that means is you have seven Seven uh, women from Impact, seven women from AEW, and seven women from WWE, and you have all of them complete compete in one in what is called a nip slip and wedgie match, and um, and um, the uh, I don't remember the exact way to win. But the point of it being uh, pretty much no blackouts. Okay. Everything goes to completely uncensored. Kind of a wrestling meets Girls Gone Wild. In an NSW match. Yeah, nip, slip, or wedgie. That's the only way to uh, – I don't know how you win, if I'm being honest. I so, didn't get that far in the conversation with him, I don't think. But So, uh, so you, you show a nip, you slip? You, sl- you show us your slip? Or I guess – I guess – Your opponent a wedgie? I, maybe the wedgie is the way to win. <laughs> Might be is a, that let's let's be honest the greatest, it, the greatest if we're breaking it time. down technically mm-hmm. like technical wrestling please trying to keep your back from somebody who's going to try to give you a wedgie and you guys grappling is kind of a good way to start a wrestling match yeah, kind of, of a good way to go about a wrestling match if you really think about it i totally agree where's right. where's this happening I don't know. I think we should get tickets. We're just, uh, I don't know the exact te- the definition of it, but we're it's in the infancy infancy stages. I think we should get tickets. Um, by what the way. You, what do you mean get tickets? We're putting on the show. <laughs> it's Sons of Slam presents the NSW premium live event. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's, that's now vernacular. I love it. Um, also, speaking of tickets. Shout it to us tonight. If you're yeah, if you're heading to uh, USB, I mean UBS Arena, uh, please head over to Elmont, New York. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Sons of Slam Show. Let us know that you are at UBS for AEW Dynamite tonight. Tonight is tonight. happening. Looking tonight. very much forward to Wednesday, returning Wednesday. Wednesday, not Wednesday. only to returning to UBS, um, which I enjoy that arena, but for the first time sitting. Literally with our backs to the stage, but look up and they're right there. It's gonna get hot, very hot. The with the with the fireworks. Uh, we are right in front of Pyro. 
sweat balls off. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Oh. It's going to be great. Shout out to us. Yeah. Um, yeah Anytime like, there's a camera, I'm going to just fucking pan. Look at me. Shout out. No, like uh, like Jim in the office. <laughs> just, just, look just look right into it. Look at the just fucking what? Right, like, right into the soul <laughs> of the camera. Um, uh, what else is happening outside? We have a ton of stuff here. Let, let's, let me start off with, uh, I think, the biggest news of the last two weeks, at least for me. Um, and that is one... Uh, Tammy Lynn Stitch, Sitch, and yes. uh, uh, formerly known as Sonny. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, Sonny. You knew Hall more of than Famer. I did. Hall of Famer, Sonny. Twenty eleven. Hall of Famer, Sonny. Hall of Famer. Which, which, by the way, people are looking to uh, revoke her. They're not. They're not looking to. They are they, signing and signing signing petitions petition. to revoke her Hall of Fame status. Uh, I ask you, Mister Joe Black, Mister Reaper. What say you of that situation? If you want her to, for, we'll get into why they want her out. But what do you think of her being removed from the Hall of Fame? No, I don't like cancel culture, and that just this is exactly what that is. And and I don't. It's oh. she's been in the Hall of that's she is in the Hall of Fame. Agreed. What would it take that's for it. her to, or for someone, not even her? What would it take for somebody to be removed from the Hall of Fame? Like you would have to murder Vince McMahon live on Monday Night Raw, <laughs> and then maybe he'd be removed. So like no, you will definitely be removed for that. So okay, uh, now I'm I'm, not, I'm being serious now. So if hypothetically Benoit made the stage, said a speech, and then did what he did, the atrocities that he did, Ooh. would he be removed <laughs> from the Hall of Fame? Because because I I bring Fuck. this up I bring this up because not that Sunny Tammy did this on purpose, but she did kill somebody in in everything that's about to be explained. So yeah, with with that being said. Would Benoit be removed from the Hall of Fame for after the fact? Because remember when they did the the memorial to him, the very next day after Raw, everything was retracted when they found out what happened. So if that happened after a a Hall of Fame speech, would you pull him? Hang on a sec. Is that cancel culture? They I'll go back on that statement. Ah, One second. Okay. <laughs> they uh they made that entire package knowing that he had what did they think had happened they thought that uh he just killed himself they thought that he and that just, his family died they didn't know they didn't know what the, the initially and this is also my recollection from the dark side of the ring episode is that they didn't re- realize what happened to him they thought that he just just like eddie guerrero had passed away from you know basically a heart attack from having a nope, large heart nope his heart exploded okay <laughs> from having an enlarged heart uh, they thought this was some sort of natural, well, air quotes, natural causes. But again, yeah. they didn't know about a woman, his wife. They didn't know a Nancy. They didn't know about the son. So nothing came out yet until that day. And then oh. the very next day, that's when everything was kind of just like scrubbed. It was just nothing. There's nothing on the network anymore. There's, there's, everything's gone. I mean, not that there was a network back then, but everything WWE related was gone. So ben- Benoit if, related. if, Oh, fuck. Yes or no? Go. Ye- first cut. Yeah. First cut. Yeah. yeah. Pull him. Okay. Probably. Uh, I, they would. I would so agree. they would be. But uh, I would. I'm not saying I would, but to play devil's advocate, mm. you get inducted into the Hall of Fame based on what you did in that profession. 
right? So if he had been inducted into the Hall of Fame, uh-huh. I don't think, God, it's fucked up to say, I don't think it should have been taken away because his... I, hear what, I, I know where you're Michael going with Jackson. This. Hang on, Michael Go Jackson, mm. right? If Michael Jackson had been found guilty of all that stuff that he was on trial for, mm. you think they're going to take away all of his Emmys, all of his records, all of that, and scrub everything that they can? I'm not comparing Benoit to Michael Jackson. I'm just making it to another extreme. I, I, I hear what you're saying. Um, now, I think it's also different for Tammy Lynn Sitch. Go on. This was manslaughter, right? What, how, what exactly happened okay, to her? Okay, so let's let's get into this whole situation here. So, uh, uh, Julian Lassiter, uh was the one that was Lannister. L a s s e t e r. Blonde hair, blue eyes. No. <laughs> uh, she had a 0.28 blood alcohol level. 3.5 times higher than the legal limit. This is also from uh, this is what happened in uh, Daytona Beach. Uh, March of this year. She was released, uh, arrested on nine charges. Released from uh, from jail on a bail of $227,500. No report as to who paid that, whether it was her or not. Um, the report goes, goes on to Vince. say... I doubt it. <laughs> she was under she was under investigation by the Ormond Beach Police Department following a crash in March that claimed the life of Julian Lassiter. Uh, investigators obtained a warrant shortly after the crash to test Stitch's blood and found her blood alcohol content at 0.28, three and a half times over the legal limit. Um, and then it goes on to say fans are up in arms and, and uh, are, are looking to remove her from the Hall of Fame. Um, then let's see here. Uh, <laughs> another another article talking about uh her blocking uh fans on on uh on social media because everybody's hating um she said uh it's what she wrote on on facebook on uh on may 10th which was yesterday if anyone says anything negative about me you will be blocked and never unblocked uppercase never you don't know the real story so don't act like you're some fucking journalist when all you do is type from your mom's basement Done. Oh, language, Sonny. This is a fucking PG, <laughs> PG program. Um, released on on uh, bond following her arrest, she is still facing up to thirty years in prison on the slew of charges that she just uh, is facing here. Um, so she killed a guy. So she killed somebody. Yes, but she killed a guy. Somebody in her seventies, somewhat involuntarily, due to the fact that she was inebriated behind the wheel. That is correct. And there is also a video of her. So completely uh, different from fucking Benoit. I just want to point that out. No, no, I, I uh, understood. Um, there's also a video of her in a hotel. Um, you can uh, YouTube it. There's a video of her in a hotel, in the lobby of a hotel, with a manager and a cop. And she's going on about her blacked out and not remembering what happened the night before. And apparently there's a gentleman in her room, and they found crystal meth in the room. And then the and then Sonny proceeds to ask the manager to remove said gentleman from the room so whoever she was with in that room doing all these things she immediately dropped dime and turned and said please get this guy out of my room because apparently there was crystal meth that she air quote didn't know about what a mess man did she take a drug test not in the video i do not know i mean i would not assume that you would see her physically taking the drug test in the video well in the video you see the cop telling her uh to change basically what are you doing 
<laughs> and change your ways. That that was one of her his exact quotes. You need to change your ways. <laughs> um, imagine, imagine he just goes and she's Sonny, big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Loved your Hall of Fame speech. Listen, I uh, <laughs> I think you're probably going down the wrong path. This does look like crystal meth, so I'm I'm not going to arrest you on this, but you should probably stop doing this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to arrest you. But don't don't let it happen again, young lady. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'll, I'll, I'll now, say, with sure. all that being said, yes, this is my final statement on yes. it. Oh, okay. Had Benoit been <laughs> inducted into the Hall of Fame, would he have been removed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I agree with it? Meh. Yeah. I could agree. I could have disagree with it. As we say in Spanish, más o menos. Okay. Uh, the the Sunny situation, I don't think she should be removed from the Hall of Fame. Now, it's not just it's not just this one instance. Like Sunny has this rolling roller decks of instances that have occurred, drug okay. alcohol related. So. Is the, and I, I say this also, hold on. I say this also because if you look at someone like Kurt Schilling, who's uh-huh. in, in the Hall of Fame, based on, or I'm sorry, not in the Hall of Fame, but should be Kurt, Kurt Schilling. Schilling? Yes. Based the on, baseball player. That is correct, the pitcher. Okay. Based okay, on okay, his okay. accomplishments, should be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. But because he is so outspoken politically outside of the realm of baseball that voters have a hard time putting him in. Sunny, with all these things happening, just as, she's already as, in though, right? Right, she's already in. So based on her accomplishments, she should be in. But uh-huh. are you? Are we taking into account as far as Hall of Fame character of person? Apparently, we are. If, if, if people are looking to remove her, okay, all right. Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> yes, go on. The character of his person during his run. It's horrible. Which is what reflected <laughs> his induction into the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Especially right after his run in wrestling. It was gross. Hulk Hogan had some not so savory comments about a certain sect of people mm-hmm. that didn't go over well. There have <laughs> been so many. Who do you think? A certain sect of people. I, don't know. <laughs> I was hoping wait, that wait, one was just going to slide Way to skirt road. that one. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. A certain <laughs> majority. Go on. Uh, uh, are those the two worst humans? Like, uh, character-wise, I guess? Like, the person... Terry Bollea and Warrior, the Mister Warrior, just his legal name, Mister Warrior. Oh right, I forgot. Yeah, Warrior, Jason. just his legal name. Yeah. So, uh, are there are there worse people? I mean, I'm sure I could go through a list of horrible, horrible. Is people. Dino Bravo inducted into the Hall of Fame? I do not think so. No. Speaking of horrible people, uh, that's that would have been up on the list. Absolutely. That's why. Absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, oh, here's one. Please. Mike Tyson's in the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I don't know. I'm, mm, I want to say Mike Tyson got inducted into the, Hall, into the Hall of Fame. And he was, you know, in prison for... 
Yes, he was inducted in 2011. Exactly. And in, in uh, 2013, he was inaugurated into the Vegas he, Hall of Fame. He was in jail mm-hmm. for not so savory acts to young women. His wife included. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, character. Right. Has anybody else killed a person who is already currently in the Hall of Fame? Robin, I guess is my main question. Robin Givens being the wife. Um, Thank you. I'm going to say no. <laughs> uh, although. I'd say papa. Knowingly. Ki- uh, illegally killing a person. As opposed to legally? <laughs> what you, well. What are you saying? Hang on. Uh-huh. There have been military members. In the WWE. Mm-hmm. You're saying not one of them ever oh. was on a mission where they might have had to fucking shoot a guy. So you're in saying the that Lacey Evans might have just like murdered somebody. I am not saying it. I'm also not not saying it. Mm. You know? I, I know. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that's where I'm at on the whole sunny, the sunny sitch. So I... <laughs> So I, I just wanted to bring up the fact that, uh, besides the fact that she killed somebody um, unintentionally, that uh, people, also are, people are calling. Oh, yes, she, she was illegally driving because she was under the influence. But the fact that people are calling for her Hall of Fame um, because of her character flaws and not because of her, her wrestling, not that she wrestled, but her wrestling status. As as I, as I don't quote the first diva. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She really was the first diva. She was the first diva. I don't think she should be. What a fall from grace. Excommunicated. Absolutely humongous fall from grace. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be one of the. They, if anything, Dark Side of the Ring season premiere on that one. On Sunny. On mm. Sunny. But it doesn't look like that's happening anyway because they haven't been renewed. So I'm very sad by that. But they um, haven't. Not been renewed this yet. Is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> they haven't not 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 been renewed yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> so there's that. Uh, moving on. Um, do you have anything before I get into? Uh, I do. Other... There were a couple releases last week. Oh yeah, yeah. So on the list of releases, the biggest name on there, in my opinion, was Dakota Kai. Mm-hmm. But I'll read them off. Dakota Kai, Dexter Loomis, Malcolm Bivens, Harland, also known as Parker Bordeaux, also known as Young Brock, uh, Persia Parada. Oh. Oof. But but by the way, she hinted at doing an OnlyFans, so there's that. She not only hinted at it, she is currently live on there. I don't, hang on. I want to point this out. I don't know that she's actually like live, live currently, but the OnlyFans page is up. Is, is, is up. up. up and it's running. there. Got it. Yes. It's up and at him. <laughs> uh, Raylene Devine, no. Draco Anthony, Vish Kanya, okay, Mila Milani, and Blair Baldwin. Oh, okay. Don't know who any of those last four people were, but uh, Persia Parada, man. I mean, Dexter Loomis just got married too. He had to, to support support a family now, and and now uh, 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 Persia Parada just got into an angle with Duke Hudson, and now and now nothing. It seemed like they were actually a thing, right? What Duke Hudson and 
Persia Parada. Yeah, but it also seemed like Indy and Dexter were a thing well, too. Well, but, but more so that on social media, the, the two of them posting photos, and she's in like a thong bikini in a, in oh, a, in a jacuzzi with him. Wonderful! Oh God, just insane. Um, Harland really took me by surprise because he was like part of the Joe Gacy and yeah, and Braun Breaker. Like the the beginning of it, he was part of that. And as soon as he got released, he went back and. He went on Twitter, and I believe he said something like Parker's back or something like that. And then he goes, yes, the hair is coming back. <laughs> I just find it weird that we are we are to look at this new product, this 2.0, and get invested in these people, who some of them were brought over from the old regime. And then they're not only not given a chance, but you let some of these people go. And so now you have storylines that, not that I was invested in any of them, but... That if you're trying I was invested to, in that Persia Parada storyline. I was invested in in uh, in the Hartwell's marriage, but you know now it can't be. Um, yeah, it just it's, it's just weird that you have all these newbies and you're trying to build up this brand, and now you're just letting people go. Not that you used most of them anyway, but uh, I don't know. I just always find that that Malcolm Bivens was a weird one to see. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, he had a stable. <laughs> he was a, the head of a stable. Now I believe that stable. Oh, that stable has has gotten a new member recently. This past Tuesday on NXT, and that is, uh, well, our boy Roddy Strong came back finally. Finally, so he's back in the picture, and there was one uh, Bobby Stevenson in tow. Oh, one Gable Stevenson's brother, hmm. older brother, Stevenson. Uh, I think Stevenson clan is. Going to tear up WWE. Um, yes, they will. Speaking He's of not going by Bobby Stevenson now, but I remember seeing that it was Bobby Stevenson. Uh, speaking of, uh, you said you said Roderick Strong. Speaking of people who uh, apparently are horrible on the mic, um, <laughs> there was discussion as to why Finn Balor has also fallen from grace as far as his uh, his run, and if, <laughs> the the title of this article I found interesting. Finn Balor's bad promos blamed for his poor booking in WWE. And I didn't think about that until just now, <laughs> until I read this. And then it's one, it's, it seems like all the older wrestlers want to just like spark up debate. But I bring this up to you because it's an interesting debate. So on the Hall of Fame podcast, Booker T talked about Finn, Balor's, talked about Finn Balor's status. And he says he blames Balor's bad promo game. For his current plight, he said, Finn Balor is a great worker and can perform at a very high level. But the one thing that business has always, I think, as far as guys getting over is believability. They made the fans feel a certain way, not by what we watch them do in the ring, just by watching them. Finn Balor goes out there and does some of the most spectacular moves that you've ever seen. But when, just say for instance, when he cuts a promo, he may not make you feel like he really wants to go out there and hurt that guy. Unquote. Do you believe? Do you believe that? First of all, I. So for the promos that are being written for Finn Balor, mm-hmm. I do kind of believe that. Okay. However, we've seen Finn Balor have unscripted promos. His promos in NXT were unscripted. They made you believe. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't entirely agree with what Booker T said. Okay. It was that was weird, actually. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't really agree with that either. Um, 
as far as as far as the reason for his fall, um, as far as his, his booking, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't attribute to his his mic work. Um, if anything, I, I've I've always liked his mic work. I've never had a problem with it. Um, yeah, me too. Especially in NXT. I think it's NXT. his size, dude. Yeah, but you can say that about. I mean, it, Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan in WWE, kind of put that to bed. As far as like, if you had the talent to do it, do it. I just I don't think Vince sees that. It's weird. <sighs> Uh, you uh, think Vince still has a sour taste in his mouth for all the Bullet Club stuff, and he knows that Finn is the reason behind it? Hmm. Yeah, but then he would he would squash AJ Styles too, right? But AJ wasn't. He just climbed on. He's still part of it. He was, and it was a very big part of it. And the reason AJ Styles was brought into the WWE was... So you're saying recently he had a bad taste in his to, mouth about the Bullet no, Club? No, I'm saying if it's been this whole time. Because they, they, they gave him the strap, the first universal champ. And then, but he got injured during the match. Understood, but I'm saying they, it, it wasn't like it, okay, he wasn't. I think that might have done it. If he wasn't injured, then he'd still be a champion until you know, he lost the belt. I think that might have been it. How do you figure? The reason that he, this was the, the precipice of a new championship. They were crowning the first ever champion, mm. and that first ever champion got hurt during that first ever championship match. I mean, that's just the coincidence. I think Vince it? lost faith. Because my he, point. Because he got hurt. Because he got hurt during the match. Huh. Uh, I don't tend to agree with that, but okay. okay. All right. Fair enough. I, 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 if someone could tell me, please. I just feel like he's he's another wrestler that <laughs> if he if he went, I hate saying this because it just seems now now it's just a, the old cliche. Go to AEW and be like that guy for a brief period of time until. There's no spot for you, and then you know you get pushed down again. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like he could do so much more in WWE, and giving him a United States belt uh, was not it. Speaking of promos, also being blamed for bringing other people down, Darby Allen is being blasted for bringing Sting down with lackluster promos. Uh, but but Darby's promos aren't supposed to be like. Jim Cornette, this, by the way, and, and take this with a grain of salt, it was Jim Cornette. Oh, let's move past this. It's a load of horseshit. <laughs> hey, I, I would Come just, on. I would what, just are say what, what are we doing? I, I would just what say, are we doing on this show where uh, we're fucking quoting Jim Cornette? I, I know. I'm, I'm just, listen, this is only just for debate. I, I'm just bringing this up just, just for a conversation piece. He said. The debate is quote, he's, he's a kook. <laughs> moving on. Darby did a promo about the match, and in that monotone, boring voice where he sounds like a hypnosis victim. That's actually pretty funny. He said it was going to be a real special night, and then Sting reinforced that for 10 seconds he didn't haul. He didn't beat his chest. He did not say it, it was showtime. He has now adopted Darby Allen's promo style, which is which is act like you're just talking in your sleep and say nothing. <laughs> no. So now instead of Sting, I'm not even dignifying this with a fucking response. So now, this guy's an idiot. So now instead of Sting bringing up Darby, Dar- bring, bringing Darby up, Darby is bringing Sting down. Does Allen take talk like this in real life? And if he does, can anybody hear him? And why would anybody listen to him? Unquote. I, I find it funny. The quote is, is actually pretty hysterical. But it is hilarious. I, 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 I don't it's think hilarious. he's right. I don't think he's right. Um, no, absolutely not. That's just okay. I, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I found the, the, the statement actually pretty funny. Um, it, if you have has, to- has Jim Cornette never seen or been around anybody going through an emo phase ever? 
Apparently, you can't do that in wrestling. So there's that. Uh, what? Apparently, you can't have an emo phase because who to, said that? According to Jim Cornette, you can't have an emo phase. <sighs> a cook. A cock. A cock. Uh, Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Moving on before we give him a, a heart attack. Uh, Roman give myself Reigns. a heart attack, biting give my words, trying to not piss off Jim Cornette. R- Roman Reigns was at a uh, house show in Trenton, New Jersey, speaking of up the eastern seaboard. Um, and he basically hinted that he was taking some time off. Uh, he said, uh, I'm trying to get more. Oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't him. Uh, Meltzer had mentioned also that Reigns uh, was being pulled from events for a good part of the summer. Uh, Meltzer had said, I'm trying to get more information on this, but he was removed from all shows. His last show is June 19th until after Labor Day. I don't know what the situation is, but he is scheduled for two, he says, pay-per-view shows, premium live events. I don't know what that is, whether he's doing a movie, but it is. Obviously, we already know his schedule going forward after June is going to be cut back anyway, but there will be a period where he won't be on television because he's been removed from all advertisement. Uh, mm. Yeah. Spoke to, and then, uh, uh, according to, see, where, where, where am I here? According to Andrew, Andrew Zarian, uh, who's reporting on uh, WWE reporting, uh, he said, spoke to someone over at WWE regarding Roman and his schedule moving forward. It is not expected for Roman to take extended time off. He'll be on premium live events and TV. The only change will be with smaller market house shows, which he... Which is why he showed his gratitude to the fans in Trenton. Um, yeah, I read somewhere that he was. I want to start this by saying I don't know if this was uh, just a rumor I read on Twitter, if or if it was you know part of canon, I guess you would call it. Mm. Uh, but Roman Reigns is, I believe, taking a chunk of the summer off, except for like a handful of dates. Mm. So, like, for 10 weeks, you're going to see Roman Reigns maybe four or five times. Which makes sense because, I mean, he was he was seriously hurt at WrestleMania, which is surprising, the bumps that he took at that backlash. Uh, during the Trenton's uh, live show, which was Saturday night's main event, he defeated uh, Drew McIntyre in a singles match. He then went on to basically break uh, character and say, I've been here many times. You know what I'm saying? I've been here a couple times in the past 10 years, and I'm starting to work into a new phase in my career, and I honestly don't know if I'll be back here again. If that's the case, I just want to say thank you for all of these years of support. Oh, so yeah, so Roman Reigns wow. uh, possibly taking some time off. Uh, anything else we've got before we no move on here uh chris jericho is looking to uh, start a new term uh since he's got all these other registered trademarks like the wizard he's gonna trademark uh, sports entertainment the watch well uh he's <laughs> he's now adding the watch to his library of of terms i want to point this out um now that we've brought up chris jericho uh he's now known as the wizard Chris Jericho? That's correct. Okay. All right. Yep. I will reserve all of my comments until it has proceeded further. The influence. Because I didn't like Le Champion at first. I loved it. I Not loved it. like I didn't like the first time I heard it. I mm. was like, what? And then I'm all right. Le Champion. Like the wizard, the wizard right now, I'm in that. What? What? <laughs> he does look like a wizard with the long flowing blonde hair. It's I, I will tell you right now my favorite 
faction right now is the JAS, and it's just because of uh, this. This term is uh, the, the term it, it is awful now, but I, I think in this in this situation it, it works. He, it's, he's acting very woke in his Jericho Appreciation Society, and everybody that's following him as being sports entertainers is, <laughs> is hysterical to me. I think it's it's, it's such a great. It's, a, it's such a great faction, and I will also put this uh, on a on a, uh, a second paragraph on this. Kurt Angle has gone on record, and I meant to say this last week, but we were off. Kurt Angle has gone on record as saying that right now the best wrestler in pro- in all of, of wrestling is Chris Jericho. And the reason why is because of the amount of times he's been able to reinvent himself into something that's been better than what it was before or on par, and that he is constantly evolving like... Roman Reigns says in his in his God mode, he's constantly evolving into new territory as far as characters go. So he's this already being, on his fifth gimmick in four. In uh, I'm sorry, he's on his fourth gimmick in five years in one company. Mm, yeah, I mean, and also the amount of times that he had gimmick changes in WWE is just is well. I'm going back to the Pain Maker. Like okay. the Pain Maker was at the beginning of 2017, right? Like when they had the match with uh, New Japan, right? Uh, in New Japan, mm-hmm. and after that, he came, and then he was with the one right before. What was he right before Le Champion? Like the beginning of there was no there was no beginning of it was just a gray period. Then it was Le Champion. Well, when he won the belt, then it was, mm-hmm. and then it was something else, and now it's the Wizard. The Wizard. Um. So yeah, there's so, one other one I'm missing. I just fucking he, he's he, he, I'm telling you he's he's a he's a wrestling genius and uh, this this whole this whole gimmick with the Appreciation Society is absolutely incredible. I, I'm probably gonna get that shirt. <laughs> I think I'm gonna support the JAS tonight and uh, get my merch. Here's my problem. It's a dope shirt. It really is. It's a nice shirt, but mm-hmm. I just don't want to root for them. <laughs> You know what I mean? I do, I, I do, because I love the fact that he's a he's a sports entertainer. <laughs> That's what he, what he goes by. It's it's so he's funny a that he's entertainer that that he's basically ripping off WWE and their their gimmick to bring that over to AEW. That they're they're just so open about about this this idea of being a sports entertainer. It's just I, I think it's hysterical. Um, anything else before we talk about what happened this past week and what's about to happen tonight? New, sir. All right, really quickly. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Really quickly, I want to get into uh, all things Backlash. Um, so of the six matches that we've had, mm-hmm. uh, I will tell you, and I had a, a friend of mine, Abe, shout out to Abe, who uh, I was with on Monday uh, watching wrestling while hosting trivia. Um, he's a huge wrestling fan, and he went on to basically say, his quote was, I was surprised at how good... WrestleMania backlash is, was because the idea of backlash, WrestleMania backlash, is kind of like this cheesy thing. Like, oh my, we're going to get all these matches over again. Like the whole idea is we're, we're on repeat. We can't come up with anything new, so just let's just recycle all the matches we had at WrestleMania and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. I and I and my rebuttal to him was, I get that. I feel what you're saying, but at the same time, I that's one thing I can credit WWE with doing. Is that their Raw and SmackDown, and he also said SmackDown is is kind of come unglued and is now on par with Raw as far as like quality, and I, I completely agree with him. 
But I said to him, I will say this for WWE, is that I, I can't honestly remember, and if I thought back, I could probably pick one. But honestly, for WWE, their pay-per-views, their premium live events have been really good. Have been really good. Yeah. And, and and now it's not even surprising to me anymore because I'm expecting now WWE to come up with good pay-per-views, which make up for the shit that I have to go through on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis. So when I get the same matches over again in this entire lineup I'm looking at, um, I mean, there's other than Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin and then the, the six-man tag for the main event, these were all matches that happened at Mania. And so... Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins, absolutely amazing. Uh, I will give all credit to both of them uh, for for an absolutely insane opener match. Uh, and and I mean, Cody's getting this rocket immediately up, shoved up his ass. I thought that was a better match than the WrestleMania match. I, so did I. I think yeah. I think a lot of these matches were were better than WrestleMania. I, I say that about yes. about this. Um, Oh, and then two matches which were kind of like fillers and, and throwaways, like Omos versus Bobby Lashley. Um, they, it's another rocket that they're put, trying to shove up uh, Omos's ass. But as seen on Raw, there's no interest whatsoever. And you can put MVP on him. You can put, I guess, whoever you want. But MVP is the only reason there is even remote interest in him. And they're, they're trying to really do it for for him. And it's a shame too because it's impressive. He, they even gave him a new nickname, which is the Nigerian Giant. There we go. <laughs> How nineties of them. Um, which, uh, uh, before you go on, please. Why haven't we thought of? Oh my lord! So, mm-hmm. please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure I will. But Apollo, what is his gimmick? The Nigerian Prince. Okay, cool, and. Uh, Commander Aziz. It's Commander Aziz. Okay, Commander of his army. <laughs> I. It it would take a lot of convincing for the fans, but I would not mind Apollo getting like a rocket strapped to his ass, mm-hmm. and both Omos and Commander Aziz are his heaters. That'd be a nice faction. As a tat, like them as a tag team. Brothers of Destruction style, just fucking roll through everybody. There'd be no, yeah, there's, there's nobody right now that they would that would even compete. No, the Usos probably, but I mean, it's just because. I, mean, I mean, that's politics, baby, because <laughs> that's wrestling. Um, yeah, I, I, as of right now, that's there's no interest. At, like I said, on Raw, there was absolutely nothing that uh, sparked any interest. You had uh, Cedric Alexander come out, crickets, and the only thing during that that entire. Uh, promo was uh, that had any kind of spark was Bobby Lashley coming out and the fans kind of went wild. So it, it, I'll be interested to see where this whole thing goes, especially with Bobby Lashley and MVP. I'm more interested in that. I'm more interested in Lashley versus MVP than anything else. Um, Absolutely. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, a, a banger of a match. Edge versus AJ Styles. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I just thought that the end uh, was kind of cool. Yes, with absolutely. The, with the reveal of the attacker on Styles, uh, I did. You want to hear something funny? Please. In my head, when I watch that and and you see the attacker come come through and get in the ring, mm-hmm. I go, "That dude's got some pretty nice legs." <laughs> <laughs> that. T- 
What slender and then as soon as I as soon as I saw <laughs> as soon as I saw Rhea Ripley reveal herself uh-huh. as as the uh as the third member of Judgment Day, I go, Oh yeah, yeah. New I called it. <laughs> Sorry, they're named after a pay per view? That just is weird. I want to name That's hilarious. I want to name my, my I want to name my faction um Well technically Edge is also named after a pay per view. Over the edge. Over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to name my faction uh... No Mercy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Elimination Chamber. Um, so... Why do you say it the way <laughs> sports entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> For nine weeks. Uh, let's see here. What other match? Oh, uh, I, my favorite match of the night, which I would not have said at WrestleMania, but my favorite match of the night was Rousey versus Flair. And... Uh, in a, an I quit match, and your favorite match of the night was Rousey versus Flair. absolutely. I, I do not have the same opinion. Okay, what was your favorite match of the night? Was it the six man? Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay, I thought it was good. I thought it was really good. I didn't think it was match of the night for me. I just thought that the 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 creativity in in this match and the amount of kendo sticks and throwing cameras from a cameraman to Rousey's face, I thought was hysterical. And uh, some of the bumps that Rousey took were insane. And then the, the finish of an arm bar in a chair was the only way to go out. And I thought that was, I thought it was. Uh, not only the arm bar, but she tweaked it back, she too. Tweaked, that tweaked. was crazy. And then the, the use of the word bitch several times was uh, good, good for, uh, no pun intended, good for flair. Um, the flair of the match. But And so, I, I don't know, I, I, I love that match. I, I thought it was absolutely outstanding. Um, by the way, your your count of. The over-under on nip slips, I called it. There were zero because yeah, they were you, much you more secure. The under. Much more secure set, in their, listen, their broad I set them. the line too high way at too three high. and a half. Three and a half is way too high. I should have set it at one and a half. Should have set it at a half. At least one slip. There was four the last match. <laughs> so Literally the last match that the two of them were in, there was four black screens on that match. This is why, this is why you don't bet because you have to account for... The, the the over correction. So the over correction would be you, Charlotte. You're going to wear a top that's going to be stapled to your damn chest, and Rousey, you're going to have this thing where it's it's not going to move because you're not that big. So therefore, no slips whatsoever. And there were no. None. But the reason the reason why I do gamble with your parlays and your your, is your several thousand let's, dollar. Let's not wins. talk about parlays right now. I've been very uh, very depressed about my parlays mm-hmm. recently. Uh, but the reason I do gamble is because sometimes you bet on the exact score of the of the freaking national championship, the college national championship game, and uh, you win at plus twenty three thousand odds. You know, sometimes it happens. Insane. What was it? Fifteen bucks? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, ten. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I got. I'm being honest with you. I don't remember how much money I put on it. So to win, I know normally I put fifty on my bets, yeah. but it wasn't that. Can you imagine if you did that? Why would you, what, what made you not put fifty on that bet? I'm curious. Because I I viewed it as like a uh, so far off, a scratch off. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm like, go. He won several thousand on a fifteen dollar bet. Just absolutely insane. Several, several. Uh, so again, I I love that match. Uh, Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. Uh, I'm I'm a fan of Madcap. Uh, this match 
He's getting over. Is is he's getting over this match? Did what it had to do for for Madcap Moss, but it's a weird spot to put this match. I mean, it's it really wasn't going to be good anyway. As, I mean, that wasn't good. It's not. A, it's never a good spot to be in when you have an I quit match that you know followed what just happened there. Um, and then the main event with uh, the six man tag, which I was a little sad that we suddenly because of wrestling, because why wrestling that we veered off of the unification uh, situation, but then we've veered back on Monday Night Raw. So we're back in that realm of unification, but we kind of missed out on it. But we got this awesome six-man tag to uh, to close things out. And it, because it was not a unification, it had to be over the top and be that much better than you'd expect. And it, I thought it was. I think the reason why they didn't go through with the unification match is because... Wait, who won? The Buffalo. The, the Roman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roman, Roman. pin. Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. I don't know why it just brain farted for a minute. Um, I think that because that, regardless if it was the the unification match or not, mm-hmm. the bloodline was going to win. And I don't think they wanted to uh, take the titles off of Randy and and Riddle yet. Right. I think they still they still have gold with Randy and Riddle, so they could they could prolong this for a while. Which, by the way, they kind of hinted on Raw. Very slightly, very slightly. A little dissension. Okay, I just want to point one thing about Raw. Since we're on the Randy and Riddle topic, mm-hmm. Matthew Riddle had one of the greatest lines I've ever heard come out of a pro wrestler's mouth. Mm-hmm. RK Bro 420 says, <laughs> I just smoked your ass. I, 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 wow. Put that on a shirt. Why I will buy all of the inventory. <laughs> Put that on a shirt right not now, but right now. Absolutely. Incredible. I will buy all of the shirts. It's just a very good line. <laughs> it's a, it's, it was one of the greatest. One of the best lines ever. <laughs> we gotta take an existing line. And there's one there's one line in wrestling that's that's better. Mm. One line ever. And that's the line that this line is based off of. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Um, I will say then the yes bloodline took the win on that one uh, after Roman Reigns, who as we discussed, coming back from an injury, uh, used sparsely in this match, but did get some good bumps. Uh, gave the spirit to uh, to Riddle to get the one two three. Um, I, I don't know why I thought it was so well put together. The psychology in the match itself was mm-hmm. done perfectly when Roman tagged in, and then Riddle was able to get to Drew McIntyre to tag him in. And you just see the look on Roman's face go, ah, shit. <laughs> I thought that was perfect. It's yeah. putting Drew at another pedestal. Yeah. Roman taking the RKO puts both Riddle and, and uh, puts both Randy and Riddle in a higher echelon of people because not a lot of people can get their offense like that on Roman. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar is the one who can get their offense like that on Roman. And in that match... You saw both Drew Mc, Drew McIntyre hit his finisher and Randy Orton hit his finisher. Right. Which means those are both two very viable options to challenge for either one of those titles that Roman's holding. Yeah. And as we discussed with uh, Reigns taking some possible time off, might be uh, – I mean, right now it's really they're, – they're lifting up Drew to be the one to, to kind of do it. And he did it also against uh, Brock Lesnar too. They, they pushed that during uh, COVID mania. So, you know. COVID me. It, it could be a thing. By the way, um running wild. I <laughs> I watched Backlash uh high. 
and I will... Uh, Spoiler alert, so did I. That's why I loved the fucking last match. <laughs> I will, and I went I went to my phone, and I put together my WrestleMania Backlash while high notes. And so I want to see if you agree. I have four points that this I came up with. This is going to be nice. <laughs> Good. That match, great. Rhea Ripley, great. Hot. Um, <laughs> no, this was actually Rhea Ripley. Oof. For some for some reason, when I, while I'm high, I get a little detailed. So here here's my four points. I'll get to them very quickly. One, Jimmy Smith is okay. He's not good. <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. okay. He's, he's not good. All right. He's okay. He's better than he's better than Adnan Verk. Yes. So you wrote that's that. What, wow. Okay, you wrote that. I wrote that. Right. Uh, for him to say about Cody Ringrust. Spits in fans' faces. Thank yes. goodness for Corey to save him and say it, it's not like he's not been busy. Yep, a hundred percent. Right? Okay. Thank you. One thousand percent. Both Jimmy and Byron. That's what she missed on that. But they the, WWE does this where you you it, there's nothing ever before WWE or after. So it's just the life of WWE. So the fact that you will completely ignore where he came from and why he's more popular than he was when he was in WWE is absolutely absurd so don't disregard his any past like you do with nxt every every time you bring somebody up so thank you Corey, for recognizing that he was doing other things before he came over here ring rust six years you know, what, ring that, rust. You know what that means to me hmm. that means the way i looked at it that both jimmy and byron think that they are easily replaceable hmm but Corey knows for a fact, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nobody can replace. Sorry, one person one can person. replace him, <laughs> and that's bad. <laughs> but he is the head color, color commentator on Wrong. Friday Night SmackDown. On SmackDown, right? Right. So he's not going. Shout out, Pat McAfee. <laughs> he's not going anywhere. So thank you to to Corey for pulling us into reality. My second point of four. I love the signs that were at the the entrance ramp. So one of the funny signs said, "I just got to kick again because I was high." Uh, Land before time. Greater than Lion King. <laughs> um, and my other favorite sign was Edge looks rougher than a 3D Sega Saturn game. <laughs> wow. I, just, I thought that was funny. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, Edge is, is and, and him being on the cover of the, I guess, the poster for Backlash, he, man, he, he's gone through. Um, and now he got a haircut. Now he got a haircut. Went to the barber in the back. He was like, I'll have what she's having. Share this off. Uh, my third point of four. I like how they did Raw first and then SmackDown. So instead yeah. of intertwining all the announcers and going back and forth, do one brand, get that over with, and then do the second brand. And I, yep. I also love the fact that I didn't put this down, but the fact that Michael Cole kind of gave that rub of now the A show's on. <laughs> so <laughs> with Pat McAfee. Uh, so I like how they did Raw and then SmackDown. And then my, my fourth, which I, I could not stop laughing at, uh, the announcer. Uh, who's I, I keep forgetting her name, but shout out to her because she did an amazing job. Samantha Irvin, thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Incredibly attractive and incredibly great job. Uh, shout out Ricochet. Yeah, shout out to Ricochet. Good for you. Uh, the following is an I quit match where you actually have to say I quit. I quit. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. I could have stopped laughing. I was like, are those the rules? Really? <laughs> you have to actually say it. Uh, not, not some like form of it. Like I give up. I surrender. No, it has to See, be. Here's I quit. the thing. I. Wasn't high for that match. So in my head, I go, what are we doing? <laughs> What's happening here? Just... Where you have to make your opponent say the words, <laughs> I quit. You don't say. Thank you, Master of the Obvious. Those are my four. 
wild high notes of WrestleMania Backlash. I hope they resonate with you as they did with me. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, tonight. Yes, let's talk about tonight. In the then... greatest place on earth. <laughs> UBS. Plainview, Long Island, New York. Elmont's New York, man. Plainview. Yeah. Not the best place on earth. <laughs> Elmont, New York. No, absolutely not. And I will say I'm not looking forward to parking in that place because that's the only thing that sucked about UBS is their parking absolutely is atrocious. I went by there the other day and I think the garage might be done. Okay, is that, okay. Is that the, the reason? Parking garage, I think. They couldn't have uh, had I was a, only on the cross island, but I think the garage might be done. They couldn't have had it more confusing as to where to go and how many parking lots. You, like I was over here and the arena's way over there. Meanwhile, there's parking spots, the parking lots right next to it that we couldn't get to. I think I got there at 6 or 6.30 last time. Well. And I got a real dope spot. Hopefully you get the same spot. Hopefully I do too. <laughs> um, preview for tonight. Which uh, again, if you are in the area and you're going to the the, the event, I mean, not, unless you hear it today, hit us up on on Twitter. Let us know where you are. Um, we yeah, have, or just look on the floor towards the pyro. Someone will be wearing a ridiculous hat. If you- <laughs> that that person will be very large, mm-hmm. that person will be me. That will be you. Yes. <laughs> so if you're looking at the stage to the right floor, yeah, last row back. So we are, we are the, the, yeah, we are closest. We are the closest. Are we the last or the second to last? I think we're last. I thought we were yeah. last. We're anyway. We're in the back of that section, on the right side, yes. stage. I mean, it would technically be stage left. <laughs> Look, As yeah, the great like. and immortal Chris Berman said it, mm-hmm. we are back, 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 <laughs> way back, all the way back towards the pyro. There you go, MJF returning home. Um, let's see here. We have, I'm scared it's going to be too hot. It's going to be very hot in that stage. That's my that's my worry. Don't worry, it's going to be wear, too hot. Don't wear layers. That's all I got to say. Uh, Darby First Allen, of all, the DMD we're going to be able to do. She's going to be right there. It's going to be awesome. <sighs> I can't wait. Uh, Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy in the quarterfinal Owen Hart Foundation tournament. Oh, Darby Allen versus Jeff. Oh, Hardy. that's. Oh, what. I I dun, dun, remembered dun, 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 dun. it, and then it kind of just hit me right now. That's going to be a banger. Mm. That's going to be a fucking great match. They're going to throw their lives at each other. <laughs> Very true. Um, I think I'm going to take. Uh, I think I'm going to take Hardy on that one. It's getting a slight little push here. Yeah, I'm. I'm I think I that. I think that it's. It's too early for Jeff to have a singles loss. Hey, that's that's also and my... the singles loss doesn't hurt Alan. Darby. Right. Also, he talks like an emo kid, so he should lose anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, Jim. Got it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Because he talks like this. Never. And all his promos sound like this. <laughs> Another Owen Hart uh, tournament quarterfinal. Adam Cole versus Dax Harwood. Bay Bay. Bay. Uh, Cole. Yeah. Coley. 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 Has to be. Coley McCulcall. Uh Let's see here. Who else? Oh, uh, women's on the women's side. <laughs> Oof. All around. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm. God damn. I know. I just, it's going to be great. Absolutely. I'm taking Tony Storm. Yeah? Yeah, I'm talking. I, mean, uh, yeah. I think they're setting up for the finals of the Owen Hart tournament to be Tony Storm versus... Uh, Britt Baker. Brit, uh, Dr. Britt Sorry. Baker. D.M. 
D. Let me put some respect. Get it on, right. Let me put some respect on that. Uh, FTW title match with Ricky Starks taking on Jungle Boy. I want to point this out, please. <laughs> the last time that we saw a Jungle Boy match live, us, me and you. Mm. The last time we saw a Jungle Boy match live, he won the tag team titles. If Jungle Boy were to win tonight, so. I don't think he's going to because it's the FTW title. It's all broken arm. But if Jungle Boy wins tonight, I think we are his lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> we immediately write to him and say, listen, every time we've been there, you've won. I think they should do that. I think they should have him win the belt just to, for the storyline. That somebody yeah, else has Roll the up, grab the belt, run the fuck and out. Run out. <laughs> run out. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Don't do that. That brings too many 24-7 vibes to the table. Okay. All right. Don't do that. <laughs> okay. Have a nice match. Have him win. But I will tell you, maybe somebody comes down. There there will be some alter, altercation hmm. after that match. Between Luchasaurus, Powerhouse Hobbs, Hook. No, oh. Hook's not going to go there. Hook's going to save his best friend, Danhausen. Yeah, he's not. He's part of... Team Taz, but he's not really part of Team Taz. That makes sense. Uh, uh, he he is. He does. He's doing his own thing by Team Taz, right? But he's doing his own thing. It's not like he's part of like Hobbs yeah. and, and Starks are like Team Taz. But uh, I I feel like it would be a great storyline if if Jungle Boy wins his belt, and uh, even if it's just for like a couple weeks, just give him the belt. That way, there's some sort of storyline there. Um, let's see what and else. And then Dan, how I mean, uh, Hook. Mm. Challenges Jungle Boy for the FTW title, right? And then Hook and becomes, then Hook becomes, and then oh wow, and then Hook, dude, and, Hook, Hook is FTW champion is where this is going. It's where it's going, and then Starks has to go after him. Yeah, and then the breakup of Team Taz. It'll be we just wrote the entire script. Uh, the contract signing in Long Island with MJF and Wardlow. That's gonna uh, contract signings are always spectacular. A hero's welcome <laughs> to the point where Tony Khan has written on Twitter how excited he is to hear this this pop that he's gonna get. I'm so I'm so excited. The only place on the planet that MGF is is so only over. place in the world uh, yes, that he's so over is will be at UBS Arena. Uh, I can't wait. Speaking of not can't over, wait. speaking of not not going to be over, but I will cheer the shit out of him. Will be uh, Mr. Cult of Personality, CM Punk taking on Mr. Hungy, also Long Island's own John Silver. Uh, I will be cheering Mr. Hungy for that one. I'll cheer. I'll cheer both on. I mean, I'm going to sing Cult of Personality, of course. Duh. Yes, of course. Uh, we will also have our Jericho Appreciation Victory Speech, which I am going to pop hard for. Sports. Entertainment. Entertainment. <laughs> what part of Canada is he from? I don't know. Uh, Montreal. This, probably. <laughs> probably. They're all from Montreal. Um, and then a very evil debut with Tony Nese taking on one aforementioned Danhausen. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> um. I've he, never seen a Danhausen match front to back. I was gonna say I, I saw one online. He's 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 very like Orange Cassidy entertaining. Yeah, yeah. And he can wrestle. It's gimmicky. And he can wrestle too. Um, not the, as I say that surprisingly, as if like he shouldn't be able to. Um, and then that is it. That's it. That's that's your UBS Dynamite. I'm looking very much forward to this. Uh, and then you know, Rampage afterwards. Uh, any, any, one, any one of those matches that you're looking forward to the most? Uh, well, I mean, for the obvious, Jamie Hayter, Tony Storm. Okay, I mean, that's pretty pretty clear. Gotcha, gotcha. 
Uh, the one I'm looking forward to the most is going to be Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy. Hmm. Yeah, that's the one I'm most excited for. I agree because I know that that one's going to be the good thing about the way they're doing this Owen Hart tournament in Long Island tonight mm. is that they're going to have two similar, two of the same styles going up against each other mm. in both matches. Because Adam Cole Maybe. and Dax Harwood also kind of have the same style of wrestling. Mm. Not a lot of high flying. It's real work a hold type of thing. Mm. I mean, Adam Cole incorporates a super kick every once in a while. Maybe Panama Sunrise here and there. Mm. And then Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy, they're just, you know, carbon copies of each other, and I can't wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Uh, speak, uh, by the way, the Owen Hart Foundation uh, tournament, uh, men's side, excuse me, women's side first, uh, Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter. There's Britt Baker mm-hmm. versus the Joker, mystery uh, opponent. Um, there's Rio versus Ruby Soho. A lot of hoes there. And ho. Red Velvet versus Hikaru Shida. Hikaru oh, Shida. Don't talk about Red Velvet like that. I'm sorry. They're called baddies, dude. I'm sorry. Um, Joker. There's a Joker on either side. Joker on both sides. Men and women. Who yes. are the Jokers? Hmm. I'm going to say the Joker would be... Who's, who's going up on the Joker? Who's going up against the Joker on the men's so side? So Britt Baker versus... I was going to say Britt Baker versus Mia Yim, but I think that no, would be... she just signed with Impact. Okay, so... <laughs> All right, good point. We've, we've already who's broken, going up on the men's side? That door's already uh, kicked down. Uh, the men's side, I got Ray Phoenix versus Kyle O'Reilly. We uh-huh. have Samoa Joe, your ROH TV champion, versus, uh, versus the Joker. Uh, Jeff okay. Hardy, so Darby Joe Allen, versus and the Joker, and Britt Baker versus the Joker. Correct. I have one word. It's a plural word. Mm. It's a name mm. that I'm going to tell you right now, and I think it applies to both the women and the men. Oh side, Joker. Oh Garganos. Oh. 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 But they have her lose to Britt. See, that's where it does get a little tricky. But the Joker's <laughs> going to lose to Brit. So regardless of who the Joker is, she's going to lose. Will she? If it's Candace, she might not. I mean, this is not like it's for... Well, it technically is. Are uh, they going to have a... Is it right? Is a there... physical, physical cup? <laughs> I don't know. Just don't make it look like the, the, the women's WrestleMania... Uh, the vagina cup, the, yeah, the, the, the ovary cup, the ovary cup, <laughs> the fallopian two cup. Uh, <laughs> so that one uh, got me. There you go. Um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I said Jericho, MJF, and CM Punk tonight. Ricky Starks, Hater. Yeah, we ran, ran through all those. Um, last but not least, I will immediately, very quickly here, uh, recap Raw of anything. I'm just going through the list of. Things that happened on, on Raw here. Um, oh, hang on one sec. Yes. Uh, William Morrissey. Oh, right. Was the, what you call the, the mystery opponent for Wardlow yes. on last week's Dynamite. I just want to point that out. Correct. He looks incredible. He does. He does. I am, I'm really happy for him that he got his life back together after a really troubling time after his Do you release. think it was Enzo that, uh, I'm being serious. Do you think Enzo brought him down? 
No, or what? Do you think Enzo brought him down? Enzo, uh, well, here's I, I heard him talk about this recently. Mm-hmm. Enzo is one of the reasons why he is the way he is right now. Okay, good. All right. Okay. Enzo, I, I, I thought like it was, it was the other way around because it didn't seem like he listen was a to positive, this story. positive influence. But go ahead. Listen to this story. Kaz had tried to uh, commit suicide, and Enzo broke into the room that he was in, and he found like 30 or 35 beer cans on the floor. He found like two or three full bottles of liquor that were just completely empty, like pills, all that shit. So Enzo goes, he's a very religious man, so he goes, there's one place, like, I I need to go, we need to get him help. Mm. So he goes, fuck it. Let's go to Notre, let's go to the church at Notre Dame. So him and Kaz, he drives Kaz, who is currently going through alcohol and prescription drug withdrawals, to South Bend, Indiana, to go to the University of Notre Dame's church and they go on the way they stop at a bunch of hospitals because he's going through withdrawals like Mm. a like an alcoholic and like a drug addict and they get to the and and like that was one of the precipices of kaz getting clean and all that stuff so to answer your question no he didn't bring him down all right i appreciate you enlighten me on that thank you but that's very it cool. was very funny to see that the crowd was chanting for Enzo, and Kaz did not like it. <laughs> oh God, he just seems so like like a like a like an ant. Like you just want to like like squish him. He's just so annoying. But but good to hear that story. That that is very that's very cool of him to do that. Yeah. Um, RK Bro, uh, defeating the Street Profits. Uh, they, <laughs> I think they need some new tag teams. I, I'm tired of just seeing these same matches over and over again. Uh, Judgment Day introducing Rhea Ripley. Uh, I think this group has potential, even though everybody's ripping them online for being like, uh, you know, there's gonna be another House of Black. I'm sure it's gonna be Tommaso or Mr. Champa. Um, I will say, I will say though, that every time they do get on the mic, it seems like it's just, it's so WWE cheesy, and the idea of the fans—it's your fault, it's your fault. I, <laughs> like that laugh. I, I hate that shit. I really do hate the, uh, the the excuse of you guys brought us made us made us this way. It's it's all your fault. Um, but she. It is a tale as old as time. It, it, yes, Beauty of the Beast. But she's, now going back to Tama, to to Champa, please. I heard I heard uh, AJ Hawk talk with Pat McAfee about him because he's go he goes where's Champa <laughs> like Champa. <laughs> No, he goes. Where is Chiampa? Chiampa. I mean, he's like, isn't he missing? And Pat goes, No, that was Butch. Found him. He was underneath the ring. He came out. (laughs) You even paying attention, AJ? He's like, I don't. And he goes, I don't know what happened to the guy Tomasino. (laughs) (laughs) And he knows that he's fucking with Pat. Uh, It's the best part about it. He knows the whole thing. He's like, I I laugh, but the if you listen to the first episode of this show, I called him Chiampa. I said, yeah. I said Tommaso Ciampa because I've never watched NXT. I know. And I had to <laughs> correct you the great. same way Pat did. It was very funny. Um, and, and mind you, not one, not two, but three DQs on this night of Raw. So lazy writing. Uh, speaking of Finn Balor, defeating uh, Damian Priest by DQ. Lazy. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Well, the whole thing with the, the boring uh, VIP lounge until Bobby Lashley came in the picture. Uh, the return of Alexa Bliss. 
the real Alexa Bliss. Sorry, oh. I don't have an answer for that. Oh, there she is. Uh, it's every time. No. It's every time. From now on, I just got to say Bliss. I, I, you have to unfucking plug that thing when we record. A Bliss. Or actually, forever. <laughs> I can't do it forever. I, I use this thing more than anything else in the house. A Bliss. Why? Because I listen to music. I, I listen to sports talk. It's all in there. I hate it. I hate the. I hate I, the. I, I love it. I can say it because I don't have one. I hate the Amazon Alexa. They're gonna come after you. That's fine. Murdering in your sleep. I don't like them. A listening. I don't like it. A bliss. Uh, defeat, yeah. defeat Sonya Deville Lil, in like five Lil seconds. Miss Bliz. <laughs> Miss Bliz. Uh, the newly married Miss Bliz uh, defeats Sonya Deville in like five seconds. Um, the newly married Miss Bliz who twerked in her wedding dress. Shout out whoever captured that fit. Shout out to all of them. Shout out to to Miss Hole, uh, Nia Jax. Shout out to. Whoa! Uh, I was Sonya. like, hang on, what? Yeah, no, my Hole. Yeah, I remember uh, that. I remember Sonya that. Deville. My hole. Um, <laughs> uh, very funny with Ken Owens, Kevin Owens' uh, older brother, uh, <laughs> trying to meet up with Ezekiel. It was very funny. Um, Vera Mahan. I, I I don't know where the hell they're going with this, and it's it's starting to get boring. Uh, Cody Rhodes in another DQ, uh, taking on Theory in a U.S. title match. Uh, getting his ass kicked by Rollins, and then I hate that they did that. So, so do I. I didn't like the DQ on that. I one. think it's all it's just all easy. Uh, do drop and Nikki Ash forming a, a tag team to take on the, the tag champs, even though there's no ranking system apparently in WWE. No, uh, absolutely not. Mustafa taking on Champa and Champa winning, even though Mustafa just returned. So good for him. Shout out Tomasino. Good for him, Tomasino, and then the uh, <laughs> the main event, which needs to actually be a match because like, this is bullshit. For the third DQ of the night, uh, Asuka taking on Bianca Belair, or as it's spelled, Asuka, and uh, uh, Becky Lynch in probably her greatest outfit of all time, of all the oh. times that she's worn. Uh, good for her. Bravo. Mamacita. Please send your Bravo, Bex. Uh, be- yes, uh, uh, ruining that that match though. <laughs> so I want to actually see Belair big wedge, Oscar. Becky big- Lynch, <laughs> big time wedge, big Becky time, Lynch. big time wedge, <laughs> Becky Lynch. Unreal, just unbelievable. <sighs> she's <laughs> she's so smoking hot. Um, that's it, man. I will see you in a couple hours. Anything else to to say before we get the hell out of here? I'm ready to sit on the floor and get my back absolutely torn to shreds. Torn by up by Let's fire. Do it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get like it's gonna start. start like, spark- there's gonna be some some rain, some res- like some, some, some spark, soot, spark some residue. Debris. <laughs> I want to take some AEW debris home uh, for three hours of nonstop action. Uh, looking forward to that very much. So um, until then, sir. It's been a pleasure. Until please, then. please hit us up on Twitter, Sons of Slam Show. Uh, tell your friends, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We are on all of them. Sons of Slam is done. I leave you with the only song I could possibly think of for tonight's event. Hell yeah. Yes, hell yes. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Chris Mindell, along with the 80s. It's so it's it's so eight bit. I love okay, it. Was so eight bit. Chris Mindell along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black, sir. I'll see you tonight. See you tonight, buddy.
Sons of Slam podcast.